What's going on, everyone? You are going to be listening to episode 10 of Sports with Phil. I know, it's weird. We finally made it to episode 10. I just want to acknowledge before we start this episode that if you haven't noticed in the last episode, I have a logo now for my show. It's about time. Shout out to Nick LaRosa for making the logo for me. He's also starting his own podcast. Um, I'm not, I kind of forgot what the name of it is already, but you know what? I'm sure if he listens to, the, to this, he'll tell me. Uh, just hope you are going to enjoy this episode. I'm bringing on my friend Austin to discuss week one of the NFL season. We discussed the Chiefs. Texans Thursday night game that opened up week one on Thursday and we just discussed the NFL season in general and uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Sports with Phil episode number 10. Yo what up Austin? Hey. All right so finally we we got a podcast together we we finally we, we tried this a few episodes ago it didn't work out but now we finally have one together how you doing today? I'm doing good. All right I'm glad to hear all right so first things first it's football season finally it's back the first game since the Super Bowl all the way back in February. The Chiefs played the Texans opening game. Uh, let me just ask. Uh, already people are saying Chiefs are most likely, I, I would say most likely, repeat Super Bowl champions. Do you agree or disagree? Disagree. Disagree? Yeah. Why, what, ma- what makes you disagree about it? I wouldn't be surprised if it happens. But I just think... There's other teams that can make it and win it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes being young, he might get a little comfortable when it comes to playoff time. Uh, and not to mention, too, I mean, Mahomes has this, it, it, you know, very, very brilliant new contract extension that's paying him, you know, little over a, a half a billion dollars, the f- largest contract ever in professional sports. You know, the Chiefs are locked up. You know, they have their star players, their key guys locked up. Uh, one thing I noticed about that game on Thursday night was, you know, Mahomes, he looks comfortable again. You know, he finally, you know, you think after all this time off, some players may be a little rusty getting right back onto the field. But you know what I got to say? Mahomes to Kelsey, Mahomes to Watkins. It, it looked like a pretty good, you know, understanding of what we're probably going to see the whole football season with those, with uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. I hated Mahomes to Kelsey. My friend had Kelsey on fantasy. Yes, I have. I'm playing against Mahomes, and I'm like, "Come on!" And and at the same time, I have Tyree Kill on my fantasy team, and I'm just like, "You know what? Just keep throwing it to Tyree Kill. You keep throwing it to Tyree Kill. Then I'm not going to be too mad." But you know what? He just kept going to Kelsey, and he kept going to Watkins. Even though Tyree Kill got a touchdown for me, I I still would have liked it to have maybe like two or three more. But I guess I'll have to take it for this week. Yeah, my friend had Kelsey and the kicker for the Chiefs. Oh, okay, so. You know what, it's not a, you know, the start of football season is always exciting. You know, it's always good to finally get back into that rhythm of every single week looking forward to hearing a football game be on on either, you know, just any any channel you turn on, whether it's Fox, CBS, uh, you know, ESPN, NFL Network, NBC. It's so great to know that there's finally football back. You know, we have an exciting slate of games for tomorrow. You know, we have, you know, we have. Just a, a good camaraderie of games tomorrow. I think we're very excited to know that football's finally back. I got to ask, like, how do you feel finally that football's back? I feel great. I'm mad that I have homework to do, but... As, as everyone is, you know, online school, got to hate it. Yeah, but I think it's great. I think there's some good matchups. Yeah, absolutely. I did the league with Brendan, so I had to pick my lock for the week tonight. Oh, you did the you did the su- you're doing the suicide p- pool as well. Yeah, who did you pick? I picked the Seattle Seahawks over the Atlanta Falcons. Interesting. 
I, I honestly was like, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, who do I want in this game? And I'm I, like, I, and because it's so, you know, you have to choose very wisely. You know, there's 17 weeks in a football season and you can only choose one team once for the entire year. And if you lose, you're done. I had to pick wisely and I was like, you know what? I, I see the Seahawks. I like their chances of going. I know the Falcons have tried to revamp their offense. I know they have Matt Ryan. I know they have a Todd Gurley now. But you know what? I, I really like the Seahawks' chances tomorrow. Mm, I picked Bills over Jets. That's pretty I, – I would say that's a fair one to put. Mm-hmm. I think week one is very exciting. You know, tomorrow I, I think we're going to see a, a pretty good, you know, understanding. And finally, tomorrow we get to see Tom Brady make his long-awaited debut for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I got to ask you, I mean, who do you think is taking that game tomorrow? Would you say the Bucks or the Saints? Saints. I, I would agree. Why would you say the Saints? Home field advantage. They need time to, like, figure everything out. And overall, I just really like the Saints. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but I think they secured Alvin Kamara. Yes, they have. They uh, they signed Alvin Kamara today to a five-year extension worth $75 million today. They got, they got their running back. They've got only better, in my opinion. They mm-hmm. added Emmanuel Sanders. They added Malcolm Jenkins. I think they Not to mention got- you have... Not to mention you have wide, the best wide, one of the best wide receivers, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL right now, Michael Thomas. They only got better from their 13-3 and three season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The, the biggest thing, though, for the Saints, I feel, I feel like if you're going to pick any team in the NFC to win the Super Bowl this year, would you pick the uh, New Orleans Saints? I have them winning in general. I, they're my favorite team. No, I, I love the Saints. I love Drew Brees. I mean, he's one of the greater, one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the sport of football. You know, he's broken records. And for such a small dude, you know, not even six feet tall, he's a small dude with big aspirations. And, you know, all these big aspirations for him have come true, you know, being the NFL's career leader in, you know, passing yardage and quickly climbing up the leaderboard for most passing touchdowns of all time. I mean, it's very impressive to have a career like Drew Brees, but you know, I feel like if he gets another Super Bowl title, people will look at him as one of those definitely in the all-time greats category. Already, and when you look at Drew Brees' career, like he's had good receivers, don't get me wrong, but there's no one that screams like legendary receiver with Drew Brees. Like Marquise yeah, no. Colson. You had Brandon Cooks for, like, a year or two. Now he's got Michael Thomas, but, like, besides Michael Thomas, I don't really, like, unless, like, maybe back in, like, before 2010 or somewhere around there, he doesn't really have, like, that, wow, this is a top five receiver in the NFL receiver, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, and and speaking of, you know, the New Orleans Saints, I, I really like their team. I mean, I have Drew Brees on my fantasy team. You know, in one of my because I'm doing two leagues, I have him in my first league, and you know, I, I just know that I, I had faith in Breeze last season. You know, when I drafted him, he was very good for me. I'm expecting the same from him, and you know, with his targets being, you know, Michael Thomas and now and Emmanuel Sanders, that's a that's a double duo threat right there because those two guys, especially when Emmanuel Sanders was on the San Francisco 49ers last season, I mean, he was a great pickup for them, and just to know that he's now playing with a legendary QB in Drew Brees, who has a great arm, you know, great strong arm for a quarterback. It could definitely boost Emmanuel Sanders' stat and Drew Brees' stats for this season. Honestly, 
like, everyone makes fun of, like, oh, the Vikings beat the Saints again. Watching that game, there was something very surprising. Oh, that it was, was a very the surprising fact game. that Taysom Hill was, like, in the third and fourth quarter, there were drives where he was singly destroying the Vikings, like, by himself. Mm-hmm. You give him the ball, he makes three people miss first down. He catches it, breaks a tackle. And we're talking about a backup quarterback. And pros- and most likely, if, if the way it's going, Taysom Hill is definitely most likely the replacement for Drew Brees. I, I don't think so. They, you, add well, he does have James, they do have Jameis Winston now. You think about it. They do have Jameis Winston, too. They keep adding people. They don't want to get rid of him on special teams and stuff because he makes plays. Mm-hmm. He has, like, three blocked punts or two blocked punts or something in, like, two years in the league or however long it's been. Yeah, Taysom Hill has definitely been electric. He was definitely someone that you, you couldn't miss last season for the New Orleans Saints. I mean, he was... Even when even when Breeze was down and they had to go to Teddy Bridgewater, it was definitely he was definitely someone who you you noticed. You knew who he was out on the field, and, and when he was making plays, you just knew that was Taysom Hill making those plays. Yeah, and not to mention they have one of the best receiver in the NFL. Exactly, Michael Thomas set a record for didn't he set what was it most receptions by a wide receiver last season? Yeah, yes, that's what it was. So. Most receptions by an NFL wide receiver in a single season belongs to Michael Thomas. And it's it's something where he is someone like I, I like Michael Thomas. I like his playing. I, I love the way he is on the field. He's definitely a presence on the on the football field. But a lot of people are complaining he talks too much and he might be a little bit of a drama queen. What do you say about that? I mean, yeah. A lot of football players, like you look at Antonio Brown when he had his ego and it like look at someone like Odell. It depends as long as his relationship is good with two people. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Yes, absolutely. If he is on good terms with both of them and obviously his teammates as well, but as long as he's on good terms with them, it don't matter how much Devontae Parker hates him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how much any other player hates him. If he's putting up the numbers, you can't argue with that. No, definitely not. And it's something where the Saints are going to need to see a lot out of Michael Thomas this season. And if he granted stays healthy, it's a big thing for the Saints. They want to take this big next step because obviously they've suffered heartbreak the past few years. You know, they, you think about it, they've, they've lost on a last second touchdown by Case Keenum to Stephon Diggs in the Minneapolis Miracle in 2018, the year after losing to the Los Angeles Rams in a very, very controversial call and what changed the entirety outcome and outcome of that it's game. It's not controversial. It's factual. Well, well, yes, but still, you know, controversial, factual. We all know still it was obviously very controversial, and the NFL knew they got the call wrong. They knew they got the call wrong, and, and they basically admitted they, they – messed it up for the for the Saints to go to the Super Bowl like, against the Patriots that year. And the next year after, last season, losing it to the Vikings in the wild card. So you really have to ask yourself, are the Saints ready to take that next big step and propel themselves to their second world title under Drew Brees? I think it's now or never. The NFC is only getting better every year. And- yeah. It's now or never. And there's a lot of teams 
with the NFC right now that are like in Super Bowl or bust mentality. Oh, absolutely. A lot of teams. Like, obviously, every team wants to make the Super Bowl, but there's there are some teams you know, like, it's not happening. There's a lot of teams that I feel like are in Super Bowl or bust mentality. Like, skill-wise, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, absolutely. There's definitely a lot of teams who they want to win every single year. Their mentality going into camp, like you just said, everyone's mentality going into training camp is, we want to win the Super Bowl this season. We want to be host, hoisting the Lombardi Trophy above our heads in February. But some teams don't have that mindset, you know, this season. Some teams have that mindset of, all right, we'll rebuild for a few years and hopefully get our team to a Super Bowl championship within five years or so. You know, I look at some teams like the Kansas City Chiefs, the New Orleans Saints, you know, I, I would even say the Bucks, even with the whole aspect of, you know, the – you know, get it having Brady, Mike Evans, Godwin, you know, Gronk. Now Leonard Fournette has joined the team. I mean, for them, I definitely think they're looking at more than just playoffs. They're looking at Super Bowl aspirations. A hundred percent. And when you look at Brady's roster, he has more talent than I would say he did in 07. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that team, and it's like... that Patriots team that almost went undefeated, ultimately losing to the Giants in Super Bowl 42. it would have gone down as one of the greatest teams. And it's crazy because it is one of the greatest teams of all time, but it goes in the category of greatest teams to never win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's amazing. But you look, like you were saying, you look at the talent that Brady has on this roster. He has easily the most talent that he's seen, and, and it even it even beats any Patriots roster that he's ever seen since you just said the 2007 Patriots. And it's like, yeah, the defense isn't completely solid, but all you need is those couple playmakers. You have Vita Vey, you have Shaquille Barrett, you have Levante David. You just get a couple of playmakers, mm-hmm. and they're gonna keep you in games. Absolutely, and, and you know I'm looking at it again too, just looking at the schedules. You know, coming, you know, for tomorrow and Monday Night Football, you know, we see some teams who are playing tomorrow and we have to ask ourselves, okay, what are the aspirations for not just the team playing tomorrow, for the teams playing tomorrow? What are the, the, the mindsets that all of these players are having coming into this NFL season? Because it's a different, it's a different season. It's a very completely different season for players. You know, players will finally have to play. Not finally, because it's not something they thought of, but they will have to play mostly in front of no fans. And it's a very weird thing to go to a packed NFL stadium, but there's just no fans. It's just the players on the field. It's a weird thing. I mean, how do you think it's going to affect the players and coaches? Do you think it'll have a major impact on players this season? I don't know, because there's pros and cons. Like, when you think about the away team, they don't have to deal with as much of a stadium. They don't have to deal with uh, that. But they also have to deal with, like, COVID protocol. And, oh, you have to be in the hotel, like, at this time. And it's a lot more stressful. So it's like going into the game, it's more stressful on the away team. But once you're in the game, it's easier on them. Yeah, and, and we're looking at a game tomorrow. I mean, Sunday Night Football, 
is no fans allowed for the entirety of the NFL season in in the SoFi Stadium where the LA Chargers and the LA Rams will play this season. Beautiful stadium. If you haven't watched Hard Knocks, I definitely recommend it. And if you haven't, just look it up. I mean, the, the stadium is gorgeous. It's literally, it may as well be a hotel at the same time. If it's not already, it's, it's, an, it's amazing just how clean the new stadium looks. You know, and it's going to be exciting because Rams-Chargers is a great Sunday night football matchup. You know, you have... It's Rams-Cowboys. Yeah, Rams-Cowboys is great. Uh, wait, did I, what did I just say? Rams-Chargers. Oh, my bad. Well, I have that mindset, but Rams-Cowboys, I meant. I got the C right, but the Rams-Cowboys is a great Sunday night football matchup. I mean, for the Cowboys, you have, obviously, Dak and Zeke with Gallup and Amari Cooper. And, you know, they, they signed Everson Griffin, I believe. Um, and, the, and, the, and the Chargers, I keep saying the Chargers, the Rams. The Rams with Jared Goff ready to go into this new season. Uh, Jalen Ramsey signed his new contract, I believe. Um, I forget who their running back is now that it's not Todd Gurley anymore. But they still, Cam Akers and another guy. And also, honestly, I think the Rams this year are the team that they have the most to prove. Oh, I believe I. They feel disrespected. Disagree. They're in a tough division. Everyone's talking about oh, the, don't sleep on the Cardinals this year. No, I would oh, the Seahawks the and Forty ers They're Super Bowl contenders. Just like they were last year, but don't sleep on the Cardinals. And everyone's just assuming the Rams are going to be like, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll win a couple games, but that's about it. Yeah, the NFC West is easily, I think, the toughest division because all four teams have major star talent on their on their rosters. You know, on the Cardinals, you have D-Hop and Kyler Murray. You know, you have um, on the Rams, you have uh, Goff, you have Cup, and you know, you have Aaron Donald, obviously, on the Seahawks. You have Russell Wilson. You have DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett. And, you know, on the uh, – what team am I missing right now? 49ers. The 40, and obviously the 49ers defending NFC champions with Garoppolo, Kittle. And just even though they've been a little bit injury struck during training camp, the 49ers do not mess with them. They definitely have something to prove as well. They have to show people, hey, even though we went to the Super Bowl last year and, yeah, we lost, we have a lot to prove. We can definitely go back there to that promised land and we can finally make it to the top of the NFL mountain. Speaking of injuries, I'm in an eight-person league. I already have three players who are out. (laughs) Who? Miles Sanders, Galladay, and Debo Samuel. Oh, D- oh, yes, that's right. Debo Samuel is out tomorrow for the 49ers. But still, you know, as we were talking I about it. questionable. What is it? I also have people questionable. Half my team is going to be out and we haven't played a single snap. It's, ama- it's amazing, but that's how football can be. Sometimes you, you just you – just, uh, little bits and pieces of teams can just all change in an instant. And it sucks, but that's just football. But – so let me ask you, what are your takes on like each division? Like who's getting the first seed, wild card spots, stuff like that? Well, I have to remember because obviously I'm probably going to get this wrong that the NFL has expanded the playoffs. You know, more than I think there's two extra spots in each conference now gets in. But one. it's one? One in each, seven seeds. Oh, okay. That's right. Yes, but isn't it? it uh, I think only the one and two seeds. If not, I think only the one seed might get the. Uh, only the one seed gets the buy. 
yeah. So it's definitely a lot tougher for the NFL season. And teams are going to be, you know, jarring for that number one spot. Um, but we're looking at the AFC right now. We have Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets for the AFC East. Um, I got to say, Bills, Bills are going to win that division. Obviously, the Dolphins are still rebuilding. I, they're definitely not ready yet to take that next step. The Patriots, obviously, they have Cam Newton. He'll be making his debut tomorrow. But I, I don't think Cam Newton is enough to lead the Patriots back to another AFC East title. I just don't see it. I mean, really quickly before we continue this, what do you think about Cam Newton in his first season at, with start with the Patriots starting tomorrow on this one-year deal? I think Cam Newton's going to do a little bit better than people think he's going to do. But my problem is everyone's like, oh, the defense is going to carry. The defense lost. Devontae Hightower, their main like person making the calls, they mm-hmm. also lost, I forgot who, but another really good defensive player. Their defense isn't going to be as strong. Yeah, it'll definitely be an interesting thing to watch. The Patriots are something where it's a storyline in the NFL this entire season. Did Belichick need Brady or did Brady need Belichick? Um, it's a storyline we're going to see play out throughout the 17 weeks of this NFL regular season. But I'm sure we're all excited to watch, and I think we're going to be very excited to know how it's going to turn out. But speaking of the AFC East, the Jets, uh, you know what? I, I want to believe that the Jets will do good in a sense. Obviously, even though I'm a Giants fan, I, I know the Giants are going to do well. And just looking at their schedule, the Giants have probably one of the harder schedules in the NFL this season. So if they made the playoffs, it would be an absolute miracle. But, excuse me, um, I just don't think the Jets have it in them yet. Uh, And I think a big problem behind that, you know, we haven't even talked about this with the Jets yet. Jamal Adams, he's gone. He's on the Seahawks now. CJ Mosley opted out too. Yeah. Or was he injured? I don't know. I I don't know if he – No, he opted out. I'm pretty sure he opted out. Well, either way, the Jets are missing him. And the Jets just aren't ready to make that next step yet. I just don't see it happening right now. I don't think it'll happen yet. Maybe in another year or two, we'll see them make it. But it's not happening this year for the Jets. Um, AFC West, I I mean, do I even have to talk about this division? It's going to be the Chiefs. It is going to be the Chiefs in the AFC West. The Broncos, I would say, though, if we're going to talk about any other team in the AFC West that could maybe finish second place, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I would go with the Broncos, but I don't like the fact that Von Miller is out. Yeah, Von Miller is a huge blow. Is a huge blow. It's a very huge blow to that Broncos defense. I mean, Von Miller is probably the best player on that Broncos D. But I really also like the younger. Mer- what is it? Oh, did you say something or no? No. Oh, my bad. I thought I picked something up. But anyways, um, Drew Locke is a young uh, emergence of. A, hopefully, the Broncos and John Elway can hope that Drew Locke is emerging as a young star in this league you know they have to hope for that the Broncos I don't know but they they definitely they caught my eye the Las Vegas Raiders now as they're now known I don't see anything going positive their way this season I just don't see it happening uh and the Chargers um how do we put the Chargers? excuse me by the way I keep I I I got a can of seltzer out of my fridge so if I burp a lot that's probably why but (laughs) Anyways, the Chargers, 
I think they'll finish third and the Raiders will finish last in the AFC West. What do you think about that? Uh, for Chargers and Raiders, and I agree. Really? You think the Chargers will finish last? Yeah, I, I just... They lost Derwin James again. Yes, they did. They, Tyrod Taylor is not going to be enough. I think at some point they're going to want to put the rookie in. Yeah, still put in Herbert, I think, at some point. I would go I would go as early as week three or four Herbert comes in. I think it's gonna be late. I think it's gonna be like week seven, the earliest. Mm, that's I mean, either it, it all depends on how Taylor performs. If he if he looks good, then obviously they'll say, Yeah, well, let's keep him in as long as he can. And then if he has a bad game, I, I think if he has one bad game but the rest are good, they'll keep him in, but I think it's going to come down to, they're going to keep him in until they're out of playoff contention. And then they're going to put in the rookie. Yeah. I think it's, it all depends on how it looks. So, you know, that's the AFC West. Like I said, don't even have to really talk about it that much. It's going to be the chiefs. It is the chiefs division. Um, AFC North. I think uh, Phil, AFC, what? Hold up. I'm a go for a sec. Um, like, can I stay on the podcast, but I'm just going to be in another room. Yes, you can. All right. I'll be back. All right. But I will keep this going as well. But as I'm going to keep this going, I just want to keep talking about it. You know, basically, we look at the AFC North. The whole division, it should be the Ravens. It should be the Ravens. There's no question about it. The Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. I think the Steelers Steelers could be second place. Uh, I think the Bengals will be in last because I just don't see – how Joe Burrow could all of a sudden lead the Bengals to like the number one spot in the AFC North. It just doesn't seem likely to me, but you know what? Joe Burrow has definitely got something to prove being the number one overall pick in the draft. Joe Burrow is someone who won the national title last year with LSU or, you know, back in January, I should say, you know, and it was a great run for them. He was the Heisman trophy winner. He, you know, flourished, under that system in LSU and you just hope that he makes the transition from the, you know, college football stage, to the national football league stage. Uh, the Steelers are getting back Ben Roethlisberger and he's coming back from a season ending injury that ended his year last year. I really hope that Ben Roethlisberger could return to form. Obviously we'll be seeing that in week one on Monday night football against the New York giants and Daniel Jones. And the Cleveland Browns, they have the most to prove. I think it's mainly due in part to the fact that they got their first taste of Baker Mayfield with Odell. And, well, not first taste, but at the same, what I mean by that is they have a full roster. They have, you know, Odell. They have Jarvis Landry. They have Baker Mayfield. I I mean, it's a big thing for them. And I don't know what's going to happen. I hope that the Browns do good. I want the Browns to do good. You know what? Cleveland, Cleveland is a suffering sports city. The only major title they've had the last few years is the Cleveland Cavaliers back in 2016. And that was their first title in so long. And the Browns are definitely going to have something to prove. I would look at them as possibly a dark horse because, you know, and I would call them a dark horse because you know why? Because they didn't even make the playoffs last season. So I feel like their expectations are low. And we shall definitely see how it works. I, I don't know if the Browns are going to do well. I hope the Browns do well, though. You know what? All right, I'm back. So you want to summarize your order? Yeah, basically my order, uh, you know, just summarizing the AFC North. Uh, Ravens, I would say, win the division. 
Uh, I would say the Steelers are going to come in second place in that division. I would say the Browns in third, and I would say the Bengals in fourth place. I agree, even though I want to say the Steelers win. I have to agree. Yeah, and and here's what I was talking about while you were gone. What I was saying was Joe Burrow has a lot to prove. Well, not a lot to prove, but being the first overall pick comes with a ton of pressure. Honestly, like, when we look at last first overall picks, he really, like, I feel like if he puts up a half-decent season, everyone's going to be fine with it. Like, he does not have as much pressure as other first overall picks did. Mm -hmm. Tyler Murray had more pressure. Baker Mayfield, I'd say, had more pressure. Jared, like, he doesn't have that much. Like, they're literally just telling him, like, okay, here's your rookie season. Play with this team. We want to see how it ends out. Mm -hmm. And if it ends out as 2-14, and to be honest, I don't think they would blame Joe Burrow completely. Mm -hmm. It's just not a great team. They're not surrounding him with a great O-line. Well, not to mention, I mean, we're talking more about the AFC North. I, I mean, looking at a team like the Cleveland Browns, they have a lot to prove. They're a, they're a team where we're talking about teams who have a lot to prove. They have a lot to prove this upcoming NFL season. And I think, and I will say this because they had their first season of Baker Mayfield, Odell Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry. But what happened? They didn't even make the playoffs. They choked big time. So I would call them – I'm, I'm being very serious when I say it. I don't know if teams are, would say this is a dark horse or anything. I would put the Browns as my dark horse to win the Super Bowl this, this season. It's a very hot take, but I, I'll do it. I, I mean, like, I just can't because I can't even see them getting in anything but third in the division. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough to see. I, I don't know what's going to happen with that. And I, I don't know because I'm thinking to myself, last season, I remember with the whole thing, everybody was thinking, oh, the Browns may actually be good this season. You know what? They're finally got, you know, talented guys on their roster and they have, you know, Pro Bowl wide receivers and a first overall pick in Baker Mayfield who has the potential to be really great. And they just blew it, you know, and, and Odell barely got anything and Jarvis Landry barely got anything. They were, they got injured. They started to just not care about Freddie Kitchens. They were, they, they voiced their displeasure towards him on the field. I don't think a lot of players really got along with Freddie Kitchens as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. And I don't even know who the head coach is of the Cleveland Browns this season, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're out of town in about two years or so. The Browns got their talent. They have their team. They're in win-now mode. They need to win now. Mm-hmm. They're not rebuilding. No, they're not. And and I'm looking at this, too. I mean, I'm thinking more about divisions and everything like that. And the AFC South, you know what? It, it's kind of weird to me because I, I look at two teams who I see could definitely take this division. I don't think it's going to be the Colts. I don't think it's going to be the Jaguars. And I don't even think it's going to be the Texans. I think the Titans are going to win the AFC South. I think they're going to – I think – and I'm being serious when I say it. I think they're going to flounder off of their AFC Championship title run game last season. And I think now that they have Derrick Henry locked up, they have Ryan Tannehill locked up, 
they're expecting big time seasons out of those two guys right there. And my take with that is the Titans are better later in the season because when it gets colder, it's harder to tackle Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry running in September. Everyone's fresh. Everyone's ready to go. Let's wrap this guy up. December, when it's 30 degrees out and you're in the open stadium and he's running full speed at you, you don't want to tackle that. Mm, that's a... And that's why they always end up doing good at the end of the season and getting in or barely missing. That's Getting in at 9-7 almost every single year, it seems. Yeah. I... And uh, personally, I think the Colts win that division. Really? You think the Colts will win the AFC South? We saw how they were two years ago. Two years ago, they went on like they were one in five. Yes, everyone was like, "They're done. They're out. They're not making it." And what do they do? They finish ten and six. They win nine out of their next ten games, and they get the six seed. Mm-hmm. I actually, get, I do remember this. Yeah, they get smacked around by the Chiefs, but honestly. They had a great team, and the only thing that changed was Andrew Luck not being there. They only got better besides Andrew Luck not being there. And now you put in Phillip Rivers, who not the best quarterback, but it's a veteran quarterback. A veteran. Done. And I think that they can win the division. I don't think it's going to be the Titans. I think the Titans finish second. I think. Uh, Jags are obviously fourth and Texans third. And, and that's kind of tough. You know what? And here's the thing that I feel so bad about with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has probably the worst coach slash GM in the NFL right now. Bill O'Brien is god-awful. Hot take. Hot take right here. Real hot take. All right. Bill O'Brien is not a complete moron for the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Really, that is a very hot take because that was basically Deshaun's weapon. I don't like it. I don't think it's a good trade, but it's not an awful trade. It's not like if I had to grade the trade, it's not an F. It's not the worst trade ever. Because is it a D? Is it a D or a C? Or is it a is it above that? Uh, C minus somewhere. Wow. Because they they used the second round pick to get Brandon Cooks, who is a weapon. Like, he's not the best. He's definitely not DeAndre Hopkins level, but he's a weapon for uh, Deshaun Watson. And on top of that, I like David Johnson. I think he's going to have a great season. I think he's going to return to his 2016 form. He's got – the Cardinals had a shit O-line, and that is the main reason why he was doing awful because he kept getting hurt. Now you're giving him a good O-line – well, not good O-line, but – Honestly, they're a good run-blocking O-line, and they're not good with the pass block. Uh-huh. But you're giving him a good run-blocking O-line now, and a mobile quarterback, which does help because it's like that dual threat in the back. Yes. I, I like him this year. I think he can surprise a lot of people, and I think he can prove that, okay, am I DeAndre Hopkins? No. But it wasn't the worst trade in the world. Well, now we're going to look at the – now we're looking at the NFC. The NFC is definitely uh, – like you said, it gets stronger every single year. So let's just explore the NFC. So NFC East, here's the order I'm going to put it in. Cowboys, Eagles, Giants, uh, Washington football team. 
Uh, honestly, I want to see the football team win the division so bad. <laughs> oh my god, it actually would be pretty funny if Washington won. I want to see in the Super Bowl. Here comes the Washington football team. Like, yeah, woo! Like, it's pro- it's just so weird to say that Washington football team. Um, yeah, same order. Honestly, people want to argue Cowboys, Eagles. I don't think it's going to even be close. No, because, and here's the biggest problem. Literally, Carson Wentz is going to be hurt by week three. I guarantee it. When your team has so much faith in their quarterback getting hurt that they draft another quarterback in the second round, that says something. Yeah, and it was... And it's not like they just picked a random quarterback. They picked Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts wasn't terrible. But, you, you know, it was definitely a surprise pick. It was a surprise pick. Especially I, in the second round. Like, if it was, like, fourth round, okay, you're getting a steal. That's not terrible. I get the pick. They but drafted him high. Round, that's, like, they could have gotten a weapon. They could have gotten someone else. No, they decided to go with that. And it's interesting. Um. So now we go to the NFC West. We talked about this division already. You know, obviously Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. Mm-hmm. Uh, order I'm going to put this in. Uh, 49ers, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals. What do you think? Seahawks first. Wow. Okay. Rams second. Wow. I think – I don't know. I think they're going to be – Because now you're basically yeah, you would be putting San Francisco out of the playoffs, basically, with this. So, yes and no, and that that will come later. But 49ers and Cardinals, I don't know. I, I, can, I can see them, like, tying, and then it just comes down to, like, who they beat in the NFC. Mm-hmm. I'll well, say Niners th- three and Cardinals four. All right. that's Yeah, I would definitely still put the Cardinals at four. I, I, I can't see them having this amazing season and and you know what it's funny too because everything we're saying right now we could literally be eating a giant pile of shit by the end of this season oh exactly everyone thinks the rams are gonna finish fourth a lot of people Uh, all right here's my here's nfc wait wait here's nfc north positioning yes okay i might be crazy here bears vikings packers lions you're not going to like my order. All right. I'm ready for it. Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. Really? You think that's... All right. Here's I don't thing. like the QB controversy. Like, you bring in Nick Foles, and if you notice something, Nick Foles destroys every team he's on except for the Eagles. Literally. That's it. When he's he on the Eagles, he's gone. that quarterback room because it makes you wonder... Oh, are they going to start him? Or are they going to start the other guy? Who's the better option? Who knows? I like them starting Mitchell Trubisky. And the reason why is because I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. I think they need to figure out, is this our guy? Yes, they have to. Start him. Figure that out. Figure that out quick. Think about it. The Bears could have had Watson or Mahomes, and they drafted Mitch Trubisky. And look at that. that Deshaun Watson's a great We need to get into that. Uh, But... That's the thing. And the Lions, I think the Bears are better than the Lions, but I like the Lions schedule more. Mm-hmm. And then Vikings, they definitely got worse, but I think they're still better than them too. And the Packers, they got worse, but I still think they're the best team in that division. All right. Here's the thing about the Packers that I just want to say. It might be a hot take, 
when the Packers went to the NFC Championship game last year, I asked myself, how the hell did they do that? Because I think the Seahawks should have beat them in that divisional game last season. I don't think the Packers were a good team. I think they were a, a little bit overrated. I know their record might, might say otherwise, but the Packers had a lot of holes last season. Uh, and you know what? Aaron Rodgers, even though he was, he was good, he wasn't like spectacular like the Aaron Rodgers you've seen in the past. Not to mention, the Packers, you talk about teams who drafted quarterbacks high and way to have confidence. I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers isn't like, you know, he's not young anymore, but he's also not extremely old where he's about to retire. You know, the, the Packers drafted a quarterback, with the, in, I think, in the first round. And it caught Aaron Rodgers by surprise. Aaron Rodgers did not think the Packers would draft a quarterback, really. But he saw they drafted a quarterback, and it caught him by surprise. And it could – stuff like that could get into a player's head is, are they trying to replace me? You know, are they trying to push me out the door? It could definitely put something into Aaron Rodgers' head of, am I not good enough? Or he could take it and run with it and think, okay, I have something to prove then. I have to show this team why – excuse me – why I'm in, why I'm like one of the better offensive players in the game and why I'm – considered in this top 10 list of NFL players every single season for the past few years. You know, he's got something to prove Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know. And, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, I don't know what's going to happen with that. I hope, obviously. There's there's that, two of me now. So I, I see that. Did you disconnect? Yeah, well, it's okay because everything is still going on, so it's okay. But... I was just saying, if you didn't hear this part, do you think it could be a little bit – do you think Aaron Rodgers will take, you know, the Packers drafting a quarterback in the draft last year? Do you think he's going to take it and run with it and think, okay, now I have something to prove? Or do you think it's going to get into his head a little bit too much? Um, you got to realize, same thing happened with him. <laughs> Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. Brett Favre, exactly. Yes, he's definitely – Same thing happened with him. So he's not going to panic. He knows, okay – this is the next Aaron Rodgers of the team, they think. So I need to step up my game. I need to play, and I need to prove that I am worthy of this starting job and that I'm a team. But I would take it as a little bit of disrespect. Like, you guys saw I only have one receiver out there, and you could have literally drafted a primetime weapon. I think they should have drafted T. Higgins, and you didn't. Yeah, so it's definitely it's it's something Aaron Rodgers will have to work with, and I don't know if it's going to be a good thing for him. I don't know if it'll be a bad thing for him. All everyone knows is is that Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, will definitely have something to prove because people are looking at Aaron Rodgers right now and they're thinking he. A lot of people think he's a, it's extremely overrated. I don't know if I would call Aaron Rodgers overrated, but there are some people who look at him like he's God. I'm not gonna. Let's not let's be real on that. Some people look at him like he's God, but he's 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 not the he's still a very great quarterback. And the Green Bay Packers would be nowhere without Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. And it's been proven when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone a few seasons ago. I mean, the Packers were just done almost. It, it was like they were they were out of gas and they didn't know what to do because Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone. They went from like five, I think it was like five, three, and one. No, they went from like. Yeah, five, three, and one to like six, nine, and one. Yeah, so exactly why you don't want Aaron Rodgers to be hurt. Oh you God. want him to be healthy. Um, 
Uh, all right, the Vikings. Here's something I say about the Vikings. Kirk Cousins, I love I love his attitude, but he's not the guy that the Vikings are going to have for their Super Bowl win. He won't be the guy. I think he proved himself. I think, I think he, he didn't prove himself that like he's a Super Bowl guy, but he proved, okay, I can be good for this team. I can help you guys out. Like He proved that he deserves it. I, I think so. I mean, and it could have, and, but here's the thing. He lost one of his key weapons. You know, he had Adam Thielen and Stephon Diggs, and now Stephon Diggs is in Buffalo with Josh Allen. So Stephon Diggs, I feel like it has to be the fact that he was like in the locker room drama because I don't get why you trade Stephon Diggs for a rookie that may or may not be good. Yeah, and it's, it was a questionable move, but. You know what? It's something that the Vikings are going to have to live with, and I don't know if it's a good move. We'll see in the long run, obviously. I think it's a good move because I think it was just that he was like drama and stuff. Teammates didn't really like him, Mm -hmm. but in-field gameplay-wise, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's an interesting move. I I think it's something that we're going to see how it plays out. I mean, the Vikings are playing the Packers tomorrow, and I'm sure it'll be a It'll be interesting. Vikings fans are so entertaining. I honestly want to go to a Vikings game because I just want to be a part of the Skull chant. I really do. It looks so much fun, and and their stadium is apparently beautiful. And it's indoors, and Minnesota gets literally sub-zero temperatures. So being able to be there inside a dome, I'm sure it's it's entertaining, honestly. I want to go to the Steelers-Cowboys game this year, and... Because my dad said we were going to go, and then COVID happened, and he was like, yeah, we're not going. I'm like, they still have tickets. Yeah, I mean, it might. Well, are they playing at uh, Arlington, or are they playing in Pittsburgh? Arlington. Well, well, actually, the Cowboys are allowing fans. I know. So, it, I mean, if you really wanted to, if you wanted to take that risk, go for it. But I don't know about that. All right, so. I just He doesn't really want to go. But, all right, if you had – Talk about the NFC South and then, like, just straight up, like, one to seven seed each division. All right. I can't, I don't know how it works, like, one to seven. I have to just look, I would have to look at it. But you know what? NFC South, Saints, this is the order Saints, Bucks, Panthers, Falcons. That's my order. How are you going to put the Panthers above the Falcons like that? All right. Listen, I really, I really like Teddy Bridgewater. I really I'll think Bridgewater is going to take – well, What is he working with? He's got a good deal on on that team and a good running back. That's it. I, I don't know. Maybe he'll surprise me. That's a hot take right there. But I'll put them above the Falcons. I don't even think it's a question. Uh, Saints – well, Saints-Bucks you can switch around. But Saints-Bucks, Falcons-Panthers. You think the Bucks are going to win the NFC South? No, I said it's possible. Oh, okay. I, I was think like, you think up. that? I was like, that's a, that's. A, I'm not saying that's a hot take because obviously, look at their roster, but I just don't see Brady really flourishing like that good in his first year in Tampa Bay. I, I think it's going to be Saints, Bucks, Falcons, Panthers, and another thing I think is it's going to be. A pretty big gap for like each team. Like Falcons, I love their roster. I think if they're in any other division, they have a shot of winning it. Uh huh. I think they got Matt Ryan. I love Todd Gurley. I think 
I think Todd Gurley can be good for the regular season. I don't know how much with managing that knee. That but, knee is definitely going to be an issue, I feel. Like I like Julio. I like Calvin Ridley. Hayden Hurst is a decent tight end. I, don't, I, I just I don't trust the Falcons, really. I don't know why. I'm getting a bad. They're either really good or they're really bad, and I'm thinking this is the year where they're really bad. I don't know why, but I'm just seeing it. All right, so straight up. So basically it's who's going to win each division, one, two, three, four, record-wise, and then – the wild card spots. So All right. Like, coming in second okay. or third or fourth. Here's how Here's how I'm putting it. I'm going to put it. Saints get the number one seed in the entire NFC. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I'm going to say the Packers get the two seed. You said the Bears are winning the division. I Okay, the Bears. Yeah, my bad. Bears get the two seed. Actually, that's a lie. That, that's, a, that's a total lie. How about, okay. Who did I say is winning the NFC West? The the Niners or the Niners? Niners get the second seed. I'm like already like messing up. My God. Um, Bears get the three. Packers get the four. Packers can't get the four. They can't. Oh my God. This is so. Be- this is so complicated. Like, look at this. I'm already. Like- it has to be an NFC East team. It has to be one from each division, and then you can do whatever the hell you want for fifth through seven. All right. So NFC. Okay. NFC East Cowboys. All right. Fifth, so, okay, so fifth seed now. Yeah. Pack up uh, Packers. You still said the Vikings are gonna win over the Packers. Oh my god! I, all right, I'm like I'm confusing myself. This is this is the comedy part of this podcast is is me being a total idiot and not understanding the NFL playoffs this season. Mm-hmm. All right. Ugh. It's complicated. You know, what? I'm gonna just say it's complicated, and and that's how I'm gonna be right now. AFC, screw it. AFC number one seed's got to go to the Chiefs. I just I I can't see the Ravens repeating that. Ravens two seed. All right. Uh, now I have to go AFC South or East. Okay, South. I said who did I say? The Titans. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the East is the Bills. For the fourth. Okay, and then fifth through seven. Fifth through seven, I could do whatever I want with that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the... I'm going to say the Texans in the fifth. AFC East. Six. Actually, I'm going to put the Patriots as seventh. And then the sixth, I'm going to put... I'm going to put the Browns. Or no, the Steelers. I'm going to say the Steelers. I'm going to that's All right, so here's mine. So, NFC, I got Saints at one. Okay. Seahawks at two. All right. And I flipped back and forth, but I'm going to go Packers three, Cowboys four. Okay. That I could. All right. That's interesting. I'm going to go Bucks fifth seed. I'm going to go Rams sixth seed. And then the seventh seed, I'm debating between three teams: the Vikings, the Cardinals, and the 49ers. Okay, that's that's. I yeah, think it's I can be, see that's fair. I that's think fair. the Vikings, the Vikings manage it out. Yes, I think they can. But, I honestly think they can too. I like the Vikings. Yeah. So I, I guess that's my hot take. 49ers don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, that's that is definitely a hot take. Like making the Super Bowl and then just missing it entirely. 
it's happened a lot. Like, no, listen. well, not not saying it hasn't happened a lot, but you're talking about a very talented 49ers roster. Like, when we look at the last, like, four or five teams that lose the Super Bowl besides the Patriots, let's see. Uh, Rams, they went from Super Bowl to out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The um, Eagles, Eagles, when they won, they went from Super Bowl to six seed. Uh, who's next? Broncos, Panthers. Panthers went from Super Bowl to I forgot they either missed the playoffs or made the playoffs going seven eight and one. They missed it, I think. No, I think they made it going seven eight and one. Oh, I forget the NFC South can be total just. So like you just see like teams that lose the Super Bowl normally either barely make the playoffs or miss it. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's it's always tough to see football. Football is weird because football, well, not weird. But football can be definitely an interesting thing to watch sometimes at how teams either make it or miss it. It's interesting. Um, and then AFC, if we're talking about, like, one to seven, I got Chiefs one. Mm-hmm. I got Ravens two. Colts three. Bills four. I like that. I think that makes sense, honestly. For And then fifth? I'm switching between the Titans and Steelers, so whichever one. I think it's going to come down to the game they play. So if the Steelers win, they get the fifth seed. The Titans win, they get the fifth seed. So we're going to go. We'll go Titans fifth seed, Steelers sixth seed, and then Broncos seventh. Mm -hmm. And then my hot take, like, if that's what it comes down to, playoffs, I think so, like, Basically, the Ravens would play the Broncos, the Steelers would play the Colts, and the Titans would play the Bills. Mm-hmm. I would say Ravens, Steelers, Titans are the three winners. Then it would be Steelers, Chiefs, Ravens, Titans. Now, this is my hot take. I think it would be Steelers and Ravens that win. So I think that's where the Chiefs, like, they choke. They're, they get comfortable. They're like, oh, we're preparing against a six seed. And basically what happened to the Ravens last year happens to the Chiefs this year. And I think it's going to be an AFC North battle for the Super Bowl, Steelers-Ravens. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think my Super Bowl pick, my Super Bowl pick is going to be uh, – well, not, not pick, but I think the teams who will play, I think it's going to be Saints against the Chiefs. I think – I want to say Saints-Steelers. But right now, because I don't know how Ben's going to play, I got to throw Saints-Ravens. Saints-Ravens is pretty sick, too. Balls on. Honestly, what there would be a lot of good matchups. I, I really hope the NFC Championship game this year, I would I want it to be like a Saints-Bucks. I want it to be that. I so- think it's not going to be that. I, I just can't see it because even if it's Saints-Bucks, like, in the playoffs – and let's say one's the first seed, one's the fifth seed. Mm-hmm. As soon as the Bucks beat the fourth seed or the Saints beat the fourth seed, they're gonna play. Yeah, Most, I think it's gonna unless a sixth or seventh seed team wins. Yeah, which I don't think will happen because I like the Packers and I. I don't know. I I don't think it would happen. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be, and these are my predictions for the conference championship games. I think it's gonna be Saints Seahawks, and I think it's gonna be. Steelers-Ravens. Saints Seahawks is definitely a, a notable playoff matchup because those two teams have met in the playoffs before. 
one instance including was when you saw beast mode unleashed marshawn lynch had his insane touchdown run against the saints um and what what was your afc prediction chip game prediction Steelers, Ravens, AFC North showdown. Wow. Talk about a matchup that would literally have two fan bases wanting to kill each other. I know. That's why it's killing me saying I think the Ravens would win. But, like, I'm looking at it non-biasedly, and I can't say the Steelers are going to be able to shut down Lamar in Baltimore. Especially, like, that's the thing. When I, I went to the Steelers-Ravens game last year at uh, Heinz Field, mm-hmm. Lamar looked like shit. Lamar was awful, and he looked like a complete bust. Like, awful. As soon as I saw that game, I'm like, there's no way this dude's winning MVP. Mm-hmm. And then, and then and I look point. at Week 17 when they didn't even start Lamar or Mark Andrews or Mark Ingram. And totally the Ravens bullied us. So it's like, how did the Ravens kill us without Lamar? But then we actually, we should have won that game. But fumble, you know, we made a comeback, forced it into OT. We should have won that game. But we played good against Lamar. Yeah, you definitely you guys definitely uh, bullied Lamar. I remember, you know, it, and, it, and it's tough to bully Lamar because the, the Ravens were, what, 14-2, 13-3 last year? Yeah. I mean, they were they were sick. They should have. They were my pick to go to the Super Bowl. I really thought they were going to. I knew they weren't going to. I didn't think they'd get eliminated by the Titans. But I was like, it's going to be the Chiefs or the Patriots. Everyone's sleeping on the Chiefs, and you can't count out the Patriots. You thought people were sleeping on the Chiefs last year? When you looked at NFL Network, because remember, the Chiefs were supposed to be a third seed. The Patriots choked the last game against the Dolphins, and the Chiefs ended up getting the second seed. And and the bye. Exactly. No one really talked about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. The Chiefs were like, I think they were like, let's talk about midseason. They were like 8-4 and four or something. Mm-hmm. Or like they were like 6-3, and three, like that around that time. No one was talking about the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Everyone was like, oh, look at the Ravens. But remember, you can't count out the Patriots, who are the second seed right now. Not to mention everyone thought... out the Chiefs. Yeah, not to mention everyone thought the Chiefs were done by, like, the second quarter of that AFC Divisional Round game against the Texans when they... Okay, you can't blame people for thinking that. It's 24 nothing. I don't understand how they came back. Yet alone not made even... it, like, a 20-point lead. Not even that. They came back within like a quarter. I think they yeah. were down twenty-four to nothing in the in the second, and then by the end of the at halftime, they were up or it was tied. It was I mean, realistically, up. though, the Chiefs dominated that game. It's just a couple of plays, a special teams error led to like fourteen points in that game. Yeah, I, I mean, those games were. You know what? It's crazy because we're talking about past games. I mean, I was watching the Minneapolis miracle with Stephon Diggs and. I just remember when I watched that game live, and I remember I was alone in my living room. My brother was downstairs and with his with his girlfriend, and I was upstairs watching it. My parents weren't home, and I was watching the last 10 seconds of that game. And I remember when he threw it to Diggs, when Keenum threw it to Diggs, and he just ran, I was like, no way did that just happen. I was like, there is absolutely no way that Stephon Diggs just won this game at the very last second. 
It, it literally was, like they said. And it, it sucks because he won the game just for them to get destroyed by the Eagles. I really – and you know what? Think about that, too. If I wanted the, the Vikings to win that game so badly, because if they had won, they would have become the first team in NFL history to play the Super Bowl at their own home field. That's true. I really wanted to see that. Honestly, I thought there was no chance the Eagles were winning against the Vikings. Me, me neither. I honestly thought the Eagles were going to lose to the Vikings. I thought, where is the Super Bowl being played this year? Uh, Tampa Bay. Is it really? Yes, it's being played in Tampa Bay. Oh, gosh. So now, that's why people think. I hope the Bucks do not make it now. Me I neither. Really I don't want them to either. I mean, listen, I'm just tired of talking already. Like, all being said and done, it's weird because even though, like, I don't think the Bucks can win their own division, when we talk about teams going 16-0, I think they have the best shot of it. Well, look at their roster. Because it's like, if everything plays out, which everyone's assuming there's no way everything's going to play out. If everything plays out, they can be better than the 07 team. And you have to realize something. The 07 Patriots... Went ten and six. If every team that they played started with a twenty point lead, that's they would have went ten and six and still won the division. Well, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely insane. I actually have never heard that stat until now. That is unbelievable. If they gave every team a twenty point lead, they would have went ten and six. That's unbelievable. So you're telling me that the Patriots went six games in '07 without scoring twenty points? Oh, what I'm saying is, like, if the game started 20 nothing, the and then opposing Patriots team. had to come back, they would have won 10 out of the 16 games. That's that's insanity. Oh, my God. I can't believe we bet the, that my Giants beat them. I remember that so, like, even though I was very young, I vaguely remember them beating the Patriots in that Super Bowl. I vaguely remember it, and I was like, oh, wow, the Giants won the Super Bowl. Like, that's pretty cool. Uh, that was when I was a Patriots fan. <laughs> I remember when the Giants beat the Patriots again in 2012, and I was going berserk. I remember going crazy. I was like, oh, my God. the Giants. You know the meme where it's like, it's even funnier the second time. <laughs> yep. It was even funnier the second time. I, I mean, honestly, they were the better. I think the Giants were better in that second Super Bowl win than they were in the first one. I mean, they were just – they were great. At both times when they won the Super Bowl, they were great. I mean, they, they were just fun to watch. Teams that, like, you just rooted for. Like, it, it, you didn't want – like, everyone rode off the Giants every single game in 2007. Everyone was like, all right, Giants, Bucks, wild card game. Who's going to win? The Bucks. The Giants have no shot. Giants went on to win that. Divisional round, Cowboys, like, best team in the NFC that year. All right, who's going to win? Cowboys, it's not even close. Giants are going to lose. Um, Giants. It was the Packers, wasn't it? Not the Cowboys. Either either way, they had to play on the road every single game. And they wrote them off. And Packers, obviously, Brett Favre was still the quarterback. And even though this was the, the latter stages of his career, it's still Brett Favre. And the Giants went in and they won in overtime. And then you look at it, Patriots were, you know, 18-0. and 0, And the, the Giants, they won. They beat the Patriots. Oh, you're talking about the first time. I thought you were talking about the second time. I'm like, the second time I know they Oh, the, the second time it was the Packers. You are right about that. 
The second time, it was the Packers, and the Giants still went into Lambeau and destroyed them in the divisional round. So, let me ask you something, Phil. If you're telling me right now there's two Super Bowl matchups, like, what are some teams you want to see in the Super Bowl face each other? Like, like that I really would love to see face each other? Yes. I mean... That are possible. Here's an obvious... Don't say, like, Giants and, like, because that's not possible. You know that. Yeah, okay, well... Honestly, to tell you the truth, I I would love it. Imagine if the Super Bowl this year is Bucks Patriots. I mean, obviously, love that's like the one everyone loves. The one I would love, and this is just because my parents are Cowboys fans. I'm a Steelers fan, and I can honestly see it this year. There's a small little glimpse of it. Steelers Cowboys Super Bowl. I'd love to see that. Oh, everyone would love to see that. I mean, those are two. To America, I, I feel like you. I mean, obviously, the Cowboys are America's team, as they call them. The Steelers are. They have six Super Bowl titles. You know, even though the Patriots hide we'll that, it's still at the, same, at the same time. It's still an entertaining matchup, and it would be something where. See, I feel like. Let me say this: that would always be a great matchup, but in like 2016, when the Super Bowl was Patriots Falcons, I feel like if you replaced those two teams with the. Cowboys and the Steelers, it would have been probably one of the better Super Bowls. The, Ste- the Steelers and Cowboys played that year, and it was probably the best game that year. Like, it was an amazing game. I remember it. I remember watching it, and I was like, oh my god, the, like that Zeke touchdown run, I'm sure it hurts you, but still. I'm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but still, but still, it was a very entertaining game. I, I, I can't deny it. It was, it was a it's an amazing game. game. And everyone was talking about Zeke and Bell. Who's going to do better? And at the end of the day, I think they combined for like 250 total yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a sick game. I always, I, I remember that game being the day, that game was the day right before my, like, what, 14th, 15th, no, I think my 15th birthday. It, yeah, my, but the day before my 15th birthday. And I just remember watching it. My, my family singing happy birthday to me. I'm like, I, I want to watch the game. I want to watch the game. I'm just like, oh, God. Another Super Bowl matchup, and this is the one I predict to happen. Saints Ravens. I'd love to see that. Drew Brees against Lamar Jackson. That's uh that's an up and coming, your up and coming, you know, star and possible NFL great with an already NFL great in Drew Brees. Yeah. I'd love to see Seahawks. No, I'd love to see honestly Chiefs and Cowboys. I think the Chiefs would win though. I think it'd be fun. It'd be uh, fun, but I I don't think the Cowboys would stand a chance. Um, I mean, I, I mean, honestly, let's talk about entertaining like Super Bowl matchups in recent. You know what? Let's just talk about. We're on the subject of Super Bowls. Let's talk about recent Super Bowls. One of the more fun Super Bowls that we've watched, even though that Chiefs Forty Nine ers Super Bowl was entertaining. I think the most entertaining Super Bowl as of late was the Eagles Patriots Super Bowl. It was so entertaining. It was entertaining for me because I lost all my Super Bowl boxes and I was next to a guy who had like a 10 grand Super Bowl box. Oh, wow. And um, he told me if I tell him what to root for and he wins, that he'll give me 10% and he won six grand. So that was fun. Uh, Super Bowl thing. I mean, honestly, I'm becoming like a – I'm having a gambling addiction again. I used to have one like a few years ago, just betting on NHL games, and now I'm betting on football games. And oh no, I would 100. <laughs> I'm I'm having fun, uh, and to be honest with you, I'm having fun with it. I'm I'm having fun. I mean, choosing the Seahawks tomorrow 
putting in $25 in the suicide pool that we're doing, putting in the Seahawks. It, it's a, it's a, honestly, it's a risky matchup, but my pick is... Honestly, in. I was going to pick the Eagles and Miles Sanders being out and Dwayne Haskins training. I don't know. I don't like it. Them being on the road. I think, honestly, to tell you the truth, I, I think, I don't know who's everyone else's pick besides me and you, but I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm nervous right now. Talking about it more, the more we talk in this podcast, I'm like, damn, did I really make the right pick? I hope I made the right pick. Otherwise, I'm out $25. I think it's a good pick, but I also think you should have saved the Seahawks, my personal opinion. All right, well, I can respect that. You know, you should have saved it, but I'll go with it for right now. Maybe next week I'll go with the Chiefs. Honestly, if I win this week, next week, I'm, I'm already telling you right now, I'm going with the Ravens against the Texans. That's who I'm going with for week two if I if I win tomorrow. Oh. I don't know. I know it's a little bit risky. I'm going with that. We'll see though. Um, um, all right, but unpopular opinion: Super Bowl Fifty Three, the one with the Rams and Patriots. What about it? Which wait, one? What's hold up? Hold on. Oh wait, yeah, this is Super Bowl Fifty Four. So, uh. That was just played. Super Bowl Fifty Three is not one of the worst Super Bowls of all time. Have you really watched that game? Which I didn't because I was busy hanging out with friends and playing cards against humanity, and nothing was happening. Have you really watched that game? It was a really good defensive game. Oh, I think it was a really good defensive game, but I mean, it, it is definitely an unpopular opinion. But I do get where you come from. Unpopular opinion, but I do get where you come from with it. It's a good game. Like, I don't get why everyone's hating, like, oh, it's one of the worst Super Bowls. You want to talk about one of the worst Super Bowls? Super Bowl 50 was awful. The Broncos led by two touchdowns the whole game. So it wasn't like they were killing them, like the Seahawks killed the Broncos. But it wasn't, like, a close game. So it was like, I don't like that. No, Super Bowl 50 was really bad. It wasn't good. I think Super Bowl 50 was like the worst Super Bowl in the last like 10, 15 years. And of course, it was Super Bowl 50. It had to be. It had to be Super Bowl 50. Yeah. Super Bowl 51, obviously, the Falcons, Patriots. Oh, my has God. A- it, 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 I hate that so much. I'm sorry. The Falcons deserved it. And here's when, the, here's when I thought the Falcons deserved it. They deserved it when they you started throwing. You were on the 30-yard line, second and 10 or whatever. And you give up not one, but two sacks. All you had to do was run the ball and you're kicking a field goal. And now instead of them being down, instead of there being like eight minutes left and they need 16 points, they need 19 points now. And that's a big difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't get I, I just I don't get it. I, it literally it made no sense. And I remember watching that live. I remember Devontae Freeman. He was sick. He was a monster that season. I'm like, why are you not giving him the ball? Why are you letting Matt Ryan throw? You're just gonna kill the clock. You're not killing the clock. You're letting. You're stopping the clock. Yeah. Um, and um, what else is there? So Super Bowl Forty Nine was Patriots Seahawks. That was a great Super Bowl. It was, and of course Malcolm Butler decided to ruin everybody because yeah, they decided not Super to run Bowl the ball. 48. I don't know why. I love seeing the Seahawks destroy the Broncos. That was fun. That was honestly, it. you know what? See that people say that was a bad Super Bowl. It really wasn't. It was kind of. It like, wasn't. It was fun to watch the Seahawks. Literally, anything the Broncos tried, the Seahawks were like, nope, nope. nope. Yeah, that was entertaining. Uh, Super Bowl forty-seven 49. was what was forty-seven? Ravens forty niners. I didn't the like black that. the blackout game. You didn't like that one. I, I didn't like it because I really wanted the 49ers to win. <laughs> but 
It wasn't bad. Because it was like, there was a comeback for nothing. That's yeah. why I was like, eh. 46, Patriots, Giants. Oh, I didn't yeah. like the second one because it was exactly like the first one. I love the second one. Are you kidding? I know. I'm a Giants, Giants fan. I love that. Like the second time. Uh, 45 was, I don't even know what 45 was. Steelers, Steelers Packers. Steelers Packers. Steelers Packers. I didn't like that one because obviously. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. 44 uh, uh, was Saints Colts. I wanted the Colts to win that one. Yeah, but you know what? Drew Brees got his first title you know, there. But it wasn't a bad Super Bowl, though. 43, uh, 43 was entertaining as fuck. Obviously, I like that one. That was the talk about an entertaining last few minutes. James Harrison, his pick six. Larry Fitzgerald, you think, oh, my God, this is finally it. Larry Fitzgerald has his first Super Bowl ring. And then guess what? Ben Roethlisberger to San Antonio Holmes. He says, nope. You have to realize something. That's like the Super Bowl. That's like the game where everyone decided maybe it's not a smart idea to take the ball first. Like you never really heard of teams taking the ball first before that, mm-hmm. and now it's like teams like a lot of the times they don't want the ball first, and that was like the game that kind of like basically started that. Yeah, no, it was def- it was it was a very very entertaining Super Bowl. I I think I think forty two was you know it was definitely boring up until the second half. The the second half once you got to the second half of Super Bowl forty two. I mean, it was great. Just the Giants, David Tyree, his helmet catch, and then Flexigo Barras. Just and that. that's like kind of like the first Super Bowl I saw. So yeah, uh, forty-one, I believe, was the Colts Bears. Oh, that was just nothing. The Colts. Everyone knew the Colts were going to win that one. No, because that that one it was like kind of interesting how the Bears were still in it, and they they got the kickoff return touchdown. Yeah, well, yeah, I, they did. Devin Hester, I believe. But, yeah, you know, actually, going back to, like, our old topic, you know it would be a fun Super Bowl, like, a young Super Bowl to see? What? Here, Browns-Cardinals. Oh, that, that actually would be interesting, but I don't, I mean, obviously. It's, it's not going to happen, but. It's not going to happen, but. Interesting. Oh, my God. And it's funny, too, because like I said earlier, we, we talk about how what we're talking about right now, all these things that could happen, and. How we're making our predictions, and we could be eating a giant pile of shit by the week by the end of week seventeen. The football team has won the Super Bowl. I, I mean, seriously, think about it. If Washington football team wins the Super Bowl, just think about it, ladies and gentlemen. Washington football team has won the Super Bowl. Get your merchandise. You just see the the riots. I I I would literally be like, what What is? I mean, that would just put a a bow on top like 2020 the like the bow on top to end 2020 is the washington football team has made the playoffs. what's what's a hot take for you when it comes to uh players what do you mean like hot take wise like for example let's just say uh i don't know joe flacco starts for a team like what's a hot take for a player hot, you want me to hear a hot take hot well, take hot take Cam Newton leads the Patriots to 15 and 1 in an MVP. You said the Bills are winning the division. I I know, but like hot take. All right, you know what? All right, I, I'll. That's act. That's a stupid. All right, it has to be something you believe is true. Like, all right, you genuinely hot think it's hot be take. Safe. Hot take. Ravens. All right, hot take. 49ers win the division. That's not my hot take. Jimmy G wins MVP. 
Okay, that's that's a real hot take. Jimmy G wins MVP. All right, my hot take is going to be with receivers. DeAndre Hopkins does not finish top five in receivers. Interesting. And the top two receivers this year, not Mike Tom, like not Michael Thomas, not Julio Jones, Tyree Kill and Mike Evans. Wow. All right. I like that. Is hot take. I I'm I don't have either one of them in fantasy, fantasy, so he better. I don't have either one of them in fantasy. I wanted them in fantasy. I got Tyreek Hill on my fantasy team, on both my fantasy teams, so I'm very okay with that hot take. All right. Uh, also, Cooper. All right. Honestly, I can see DeAndre Hopkins possibly falling out of top 10. Who, who do you think? DeAndre Hopkins falling out of the top 10 receivers. That's that's definitely a hot take. That That's the little push again. I think it's going to be like nine. All right. Well, definitely hot. Definitely, my hot take is that Jimmy Garoppolo wins MVP. That's my hot take. All right. Actually, you want to do something? Predict MVP and stuff like that. You know what? I will definitely predict MVP. Uh, MVP for the entire league. I'm going to say is Patrick Mahomes. You just said it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh my God. All right. Well, that's my hot take. If I'm gonna go real prediction, real prediction. Like a real hot take you genuinely think is true. Oh, my God. I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I always, I swear, I'm like stupid when it comes to this stuff. All right. Well, my hot take can definitely be, the hot take can definitely be Jimmy Garoppolo is MVP. That's definitely a hot take right there. But if we want to look at it from statistics standpoints and we want to see, like, who has a lot to prove. I All right. How about this? Defensive player of the year. Uh, who's, um, how about this? Hot take. Jalen Ramsey wins Defensive Player of the Year. I wouldn't even know if that's a hot take, but okay, yeah, that's that's a valid. I mean, think about it. Uh, Just signed his big extension. Obviously. Honestly, I would even put him up there. I all right. So MVP, I think it's going to be Drew Brees. Okay. And I think that's Russell good. Wilson finishes second. All right. I I don't I, I don't. And I think one. Dak Prescott gets some votes too. I wow, Dak Prescott getting MVP votes. That would definitely be interesting, right there. Just because look at this roster. Okay. Defensive player of the year? I'm going to go. It's going to be a toss-up for me. Jalen Ramsey, Minka Fitzpatrick. All right. Minka Fitzpatrick was pretty good with the Steelers last year. You know, players coming over from Miami. So, I don't – I could see that. I, I don't I don't doubt it, but I don't uh, see Phil, well. Phil, I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. All right. Well, I'll be talking as well. As he's going to the bathroom, here's something I'm just going to say. You know what? We look at the NFL and we look at players and we look at what they'll have to prove. Dylan Ramsey definitely, he talks a lot of talk and he definitely wants to prove himself to be one of the better quarterbacks. I mean, corner, not quarter, cornerbacks, CB in the NFL of all time. And obviously with the Jacksonville Jaguars, he loved the atmosphere of playing in the NFL. I mean, he just loved playing. He loves being able to talk smack to players, everything like that. It's always great to know that you will have players like that on your roster who really, they're just hungry to win. They're hungry to win. They want to win every single game. They want to win every single year. It's the mentality that players need of, you know what, I will not take anything less than greatness. And that's exactly the mindset you want the coach to have implemented in players. You want players to have that implemented in their minds. So I think it's going to be an interesting season to watch with Jalen Ramsey. 
Um, Minka Fitzpatrick, like we just talked about before, when he came over from Miami to the Steelers, I mean, he was great. And for him, I had the Steelers defense last season on my fantasy team, and he was a big part of why they were so good and why they got me a lot of points. So I really do like the fact that we could be looking at the Steelers defense and saying to ourselves, all right, you know what? That's exactly what we needed, and we'll take that. Um, Also, just looking at this as well, I really, really hope that Minka, that the Steelers and Big Ben, I I want them to rebound. I want Big Ben to rebound. I I really think if we have a big season again from Ben Roethlisberger, he says that he feels like he's in one of the best shapes of it. And you hope that's true because obviously, again, looking at a player like Ben Roethlisberger, he's got, what, two Super Bowl rings? You know, one, I think, in his, like, rookie season. I don't know if it was his rookie season, but he was still young. So that was his first Super Bowl win. And obviously his second Super Bowl title came when the Steelers beat the Cardinals. So either way, we're looking at, like I just said, entertaining matchups, entertaining matchups for sure. And entertaining player watches. I'm excited. The NFL season is upon us now. It's here finally. So week one is is about to we're we're getting week one tomorrow like officially week one, obviously we got a Thursday night but we get the first Sunday football of the season tomorrow and it's going to be so exciting to watch. Um, you know I, I I'll have to when when Austin comes back I'll have to tell him that I will have to end this soon because you know we're getting close to the limit and I don't know if we're getting actually we're not getting close to the limit I'm I'm stupid but. We're not getting close to the limit, um, but my phone is almost gone on a battery, and we've had a lot to talk about, and I don't want to get into a repetitive stretch of just talking about the exact same thing over over again. You know, we made our predictions. We made our picks for, you know, individual accolades and everything like that. So we're excited to see how this football season plays I out. I don't know what you were saying, but I just came back. Well, I was just saying that I will have to end this soon because my phone is almost out of battery. Uh, um, let's just go over, I guess, some more predictions, like offensive player of the year. Yes, we'll just we'll we'll definitely. All right, you know what? Here's here's offensive player of the year, uh, CMC, Christian McCaffrey. I I don't see him repeating what he did. I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be someone we don't really expect, like Tyreek Hill or Saquon, someone like that. Maybe even like Patrick Mahomes. How about Sammy Watkins or George Kels or George Go? Nah, mm, I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe comeback not. player of the year, Cam Newton. Oh yeah, absolutely agree. I'm not even. I don't even. I'm not even gonna make any other prediction. Cam Newton. Uh who else is there? Coach of the year. I want to say Sean Payton, but you also got to look at who became better. Bruce Arians is an option. I was going to say, I honestly was going to say Bruce Arians. Um, but honestly, coach of the year, I'm going to go Pete Carroll. Mm. Pete Carroll. Oh, man, I love Pete Carroll. I, I wish the Giants had him as head coach, honestly. Well, no, I love dude, Pete there's Carroll. There's got to be more stuff. Rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. Um, Offensive? I think it's going to be Jonathan Taylor. 
I would say I, I would go as far as saying Joe Burrow, but I don't think he's going to have that. Also, I was going to say Denzel Mims, but the Jets just went from a decent team to like a complete shit show losing two of their best players, so no. Um, but I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor, maybe Kali Edwards. It's not going to be someone you really expect. It's not going to be a receiver. And then for defensive player of the year, I can't even think of anyone besides Chase Young. Oh, like I forgot. I totally forgot he's on the Washington football team. <laughs> I honestly forgot like, about that. Like, who is there? Like, even really? I have no idea. There's, there's some. See, and this the thing is, like, it's it's hard to make predictions like these because you don't know. You you hear you hear about their names in the draft, and you hear them drafted high, and you think, oh, okay, they're probably gonna win this and with and win that, but it doesn't always work out that way. Yeah. All right, listen, I can't have this really. My phone is about to die. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Yes, I'm going to end this podcast. Hope, uh, Austin, thank you for being on it. We finally did one together. Finally. finally. But, so glad you were on. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I will you know, end this here. I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Sports with Phil, and we will see you next time.